today on The Breakdown. We're flying blind, baby. That's right. I don't even know what happens in this hand. It's not because this hand is so cool that it's like I'm confused. It's like I'm starstruck. There, you know, I'm a, look at that. No, it's not like that at all. No, Grant picked this hand. He knows this hand. All I know is someone's going to be in a tough spot in some way because we're doing it on the breakdown. (laughs) Apparently, there's a lot of money involved, thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. There's four players left in a big tournament, and someone's going to be in a rough, rough place. Oh, the pain, perhaps. Or perhaps the, the, you know, strength of character. Perhaps. I'm not sure, but I'm excited to talk about it right now on The Breakdown with Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy. Hey, right, so Jonathan is blind to the situation. Here, here it is, all right? Okay. You enter a cavern. You sense that it's ancient, but you don't know for sure. That part's important. Okay. On your left... There's an orb. It's green. It has a slight glow to it. On your right, there's a cube. It's red. It has an intense glow to it. In the middle, <laughs> there's a urinal. Yeah. Which one do you pick up and put in your pocket, and which one do you flush down the urinal? Remember all elements of the problem before answering. Okay, I got this. This is an easy one. Okay. Okay, first of all, it's obviously a trick question. 100%. In my universe, all of them are. Yeah. Um, I take the urinal. I put that in my pocket. I flush the green, <laughs> the green orb into the red cube. <laughs> and I get it with my damn life. <laughs> okay. So how do I do? You've, what happens now? You've escaped phase one. Yes. I knew it. You exit the cavern, but at the mouth of the cavern, you see a, a woolly beast. It has tusks. Yeah. It looks mean, okay. but you're unsure whether or not it's aggressive. Yeah. It does have a saddle on it, okay. but it also probably has AIDS. Yeah. What do you do? I shoot it. I shoot it. <laughs> okay. I shoot the beast. I was going to shoot it really before right. you mentioned right. the saddle and the AIDS. Okay. You roll the die. Yeah. You get a 12. You eat the beast meat. <laughs> okay. You're much stronger now. Good. Okay. I'm hungry. I was hungry. And I'm In no the longer. distance, there's a castle. Yes. One tower has a princess in white. One tower has a princess in green, the same color as the orb. Yes. How do you proceed? Remember, you have the red cube with the green orb flushed into it. This is important. And the urinal in your pocket. Yeah. How do you marry both princesses? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. Trick question, obviously. Yeah. Anyone could marry both princesses. <laughs> it's not as hard as it sounds. Um, there's bigamy is not illegal in this in this township. It is actually. Well, I'm not going to tell anyone. No, of course but not. I did. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just going to marry them both anyway. I'm just going to ask them both to marry me. I'm going to have a secret family, and you know, secret, secret, secret life. And you keep, secret wife, secret life. And you, you know? keep the flushed orb where in the house? I keep it under the toilet. <laughs> And where's the toilet? Under the urinal. And where's the urinal? In the kitchen. And we did it. Yes. Five points. Yeah. That's, I would be a good dungeon master. You're not going to believe this, guys, but we just made that up off the spot. Yeah. Not on the spot, off the spot. Yeah, because we're like so out of the box that we don't even have a spot to be on. Exactly. We'd rather not. We don't want to be on the spot. No. We want to be off it. 
yeah. Sli- just slightly askew of yeah, the but spot. I want to be able to see the spot from where I am, though. No, no, I want to know where the spot is at all times. I would like to be able to touch it. <laughs> if I could be on the spot, I would really prefer that. Now that we're saying it, yeah, but would, there's too many people there. Yeah, but it'd be great if they could leave, so I could be on the spot. Yeah. you know, yeah. But yeah, I feel like I I solved every problem with a, alacrity and with uh, with clairvoyance. The only thing that you missed was yeah. you forgot to ask about the orientation of the North Star. Yeah, therefore reverse engineering the toilet unflushing uh, and you know eventually you, you turn inside out yourself well my plan was eventually to go to australia and then the toilet would flush in the opposite australia direction is not real in that world or any world <laughs> <laughs> it's a fictional place well this is a fictional place like australia yeah so what's the problem kangaroos give me a break that's not real koalas come on I mean, giant spiders. There's, there's no place People who just are really tan and drink all day. Impossible. And it, and it like only criminals are allowed in. I mean, that's like, <laughs> the, like the coolest sounding country in the world. Kangaroos, huge spiders and only freaking criminals. It sounds like the greatest Martin Scorsese movie ever, ever. Yeah. Maybe, maybe more like animal kingdom actually, which is a TV show and pretty trashy, but fun. That's about Florida, right? No. Are you sure? No, I think they're in California. They're in one of those places. I don't know. It's sunny. It's all it's sunny out. It could be in Galveston, Texas. Galveston, by the way, great movie. There's a movie called Galveston. It's good. It is quite good. Is it about oil? It is not about oil. It's sort of a you know like down on their luck sort of crime ish tale. Ben Foster. Yeah, he always wonderful. He always plays the slightly sinister guy. Yeah, he's sort of playing a slightly sinister guy who you root for, though. He's the, he's the lead. And Al Fanning, by the way, both really good. He's great. He's great in everything, and he's great in this. It's a really... I actually strongly encourage everyone to see Galveston. It's really good. It's a little dark. It's really good. A levy recommendation. Yeah. Put it on the board that nobody reads. Oh! <laughs> I don't care. The sickness. I'll see it again at some point in my life, and that's enough. Will you, though? Yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. So I got a lot of things to watch right now, you know? Name one. Star Wars, Clone Wars. Don't see it. Not worth it. I've watched the first two episodes already. Of it's too oh, late. You're talking about like the animated series? Yeah. Is it actually good? It's all right. It's like uh, got a Star Wars feel to it, which is kind of cool. So like Mandalorian has that same vibe, but it's a little bit for kids. There's like a few kid things, but then there's also adult elements where like people just straight up get murdered on the show, which is great because I was afraid that no one was going to die. And then, like, I watch robot droids, like, <laughs> like attack, like, a little, you know, rescue shuttle. They just open it up and all the, all the rebels that are just floated out dead. Oh, they weren't rebels yet. I guess they're Imperial, but they're the good guys. They floated out dead because, you know, all the air went out and they just floated and died. We just watched it happen. Like, we, it didn't, we didn't hear about it. We watched it. I was like, all right, this show's got a chance. So First you, two episodes, pretty good. You enjoy the scarring of the children. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm totally into it. I, I think everyone should see more murder. <laughs> I'm pro-murder. Is that? That's not it. That's not. That's a controversial take. Is it? Yeah. I'm not pro If you like, ever run yeah. for, like, uh, county commissioner, that <laughs> clip might haunt you. <laughs> I'll just deny it. Even if they play this part here, I'll be like, You're that's like, still not me. They deep faked it. They deep faked it. <laughs> still not me. Yeah. Even now. Even I'm saying this, yeah. County commissioner in 20 years... Saying this, still not me. Okay. <laughs> Jonathan Levy, <laughs> not me. Speaking of names, Owen Abma Whoa. suggested this hand. That is a great name. 
It is a pretty good name. It is. I wonder if he's from Australia. I'm just kidding. Nobody is. Because <laughs> it's not real. Can't be. Figment. Yes. Fig- where, where is Owen Abna from then? Owen Abma? A- Abma? Abma. Abma. Owen Abma. Where's Owen Abma from? Probably, uh, I'm going to guess he's from somewhere in the Pyrenees mountain range. I was going to say space, but both were good guesses. Yeah. <laughs> One of the two, obviously. <laughs> There's no in between. Yeah. Anyway, Owen suggested on Twitter, we are the poker guys on Twitter. Please include a YouTube link and a timestamp when you suggest hands. Sounds and we'd right. love to hear your suggestions. We anyway. Would, we would love to hear your suggestions. This is a W Coop event. It was like a... A weekday 5K W Coop event, so I think that's probably a pretty tough field, right? I would not play that event if it was me. I yeah. would avoid that event. I play some events, but not that. Yeah, the weekday 5K online events. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, probably pretty tough. Yeah. So uh, we got four remaining now. Fourth is 55K. First is 120. So not that many people played it, I guess, if fourth is 11 buy-ins, right? Well, maybe a lot of people thought that. Like, hey, it's a weekday 5K online. Yeah. Maybe it's all crushers. Like, maybe I shouldn't play that. Yeah. Yeah, actually, ten. it's 10 buy-ins even. Jeez. So you win, you, you profit nine buy-ins for finishing fourth. Well, that's where we are right it's now. annoying. Got to win. Anyway, we got two players involved here. We got Max Hendricks and Kowalski won. Yeah. And we looked them up. Kowalski won, actually, pretty impressive online resume, right? Like, over... Nearly $4 million in earnings? Um, yes. Uh, very impressive, in fact. Uh, has a Hendon, but the, which is fine, like six hundred and ten k. But it's when you get to the Pocket Fives number, which is the online stuff. Actually, $4.8 million in earnings, $3.7 million just on PokerStars. This guy is a crusher and a killer. He's, in, in 2019, he was ranked as high as 11th in the world online. Wow. Um, currently ranked, as we do, the 66th in the world. So he's legit. His opponent, Max Hendricks, not as impressive, but has some results. Yes, that's exactly right. All right, so Max Hendricks is going to be in the small blind. The blinds are 35K and 70K. Max Hendricks has 1.55 million, so just over 20 bigs. And the other stacks involved are similar to Max Hendricks's. Kowalski is the overwhelming chip leader. Max has a six of hearts and he limps the small blind. What do you think about this play? About 20 blinds. I, I think it's great for 20 blinds with the intention of limp raising. Well, I got news for you. That's not what's going to happen. But, okay. So Kowalski won. Yeah. Has 4.9 million overwhelming chip leader. Yes. He has two queens in the big blind. That's a good hand. He's going to raise it up. Okay. He's going to make it 210K. Sure. Any argument for just shoving? Uh, there's a little argument, but I think with a hand this good, we, we're going to actually induce a fair amount by making it 210K, right? Well, against a 20 blind stack, I feel like... All the good hands we're going to get in against either way. If we because if we shove right now, all the hands that call we're probably going to jam against this anyway a lot, right? Yeah. Um, but then we also get to induce all the bluffs too. Queens is so good. I would just raise and let him jam on me against the twenty blind stack. I like this sizing so much better think, than a jam. You think Max Hendricks should be just jamming now? Absolutely. Do you not? It seems like the normal play with the suited ace and the small blind once we've limped in the overwhelming chip leader raised out of the big blind. Seems like such an easy obvious play. It's not what happens. He calls. What? I'm going to ask you, Jonathan, defend the play. Check again. Look again. I'm looking. That's what happened. He has a six, too. It isn't like it's a super playable ace, even. It's suited. I mean, whatever. If we flop something, we're going with it, I guess. Uh, defend the play. Well, you're never going to put him on an ace. That's for sure. If an ace flops and, you know, and Kowalski's bluffing, which he won't have to because he's got queens here, never in a million years is he going to be able to put this guy on an ace. Well, I mean, he wouldn't want to get called if an ace flopped, obviously, if he had queens. Kowalski. 
well, I'm saying Kowalski, though, it's not about that. It's about Kowalski's range, right? So Kowalski's going to have a lot of bluffs here. Sure. And, and if an ace comes, Kowalski's going to think, I'm the guy who has the ace. You don't yeah, have yeah. an ace. So, like, an ace comes, you get the full double a lot. Yeah. Which is, that's the best reason I can think for this. The only other reason, I don't know if this is true. Are we fourth in chips right now with our 20-blind stack? Or is there a short stack, perhaps? There is a shorter stack. Maybe that's going to come into play. Uh, there's, so we have... We started with one point. How much we? One point two, I think. One point five. One point five. There's a one point two five, and there's a two million. Okay, so there's a ten blind stack. No, sorry, there's not. That's not ten blinds. That's wrong. There's a, a fifteen blind stack or a twenty five. More like a seventeen blind. blind stack, and then like. A, so then we should just be shoving this. Yeah. I I mean it is cool the thing I said about if an ace flops you would think like Kowalski could really just go barrel barrel and we get to call all in and win a lot but like an ace often isn't going to flop we're going to have to fold the flop a lot picking up those three blinds plus the detrius that's in the middle already is feels just like such an easy easy move here yeah I mean the reason to shove would be that you have a blocker to to Kowalski having big hands but Obviously, you're in bad shape against the calling range. Of course. Like, you're getting called by better aces and pocket pairs. But the nice thing is when you add your full equity to the calling range, you're doing great, right? Because Because yeah. with an ace in your hand, you're usually going to be about 30% against the calling range. Yeah. Plus, you're going to get more than 20% of the time folds here, right? You're mm-hmm. just, you just are. So that means you're doing great. Well. Way more than 20%. It's a call. That's what happens. I mean, he calls with the ace six of hearts. Yeah. And he does not raise. He does not raise. I don't like this play, Grant. I could tell. I'm uncomfortable with this play. I don't like it. And I have I would like to who can I who who can who do I see about this? I think Bill Gates did have uh, an email inbox he set up about situations just like this. Yeah. I think he might have run out of Gmail room. You know, they do the fifteen gig thing right now and he's not been deleting his emails. I mean, doesn't Microsoft have their own Email service, I believe it's called I mean, Hotmail. Yeah, he uses Gmail. <laughs> He's not a dummy. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't Gates. want to be laughed out of the room. It's like, yeah, my name is Bill Gates at MSN.com. Please send me yeah. an email in 1998. Thanks. Yeah. Like, I mean, I would hope that Bill Gates is like, I'm Bill Gates at BillGatesTheGod.com, you know, <laughs> yeah. but, but sure. BillGatesTheGod.com. I mean, I, I'm going to go steal that if it's, still out, if it's still available. All you people who are going right now to check on your computer... We recorded this a long time ago. It's been like weeks. Yeah, you have so no chance. It's gone. It's gone. I'm just telling you right now. You're like the guy who bought MLB.com. I am like that guy. Yeah. Except that was a uh, that was actually a law firm that, ah. that bought it, and they were actually MLB was their initials, and that's otherwise they would have gotten taken away. And so they got some outrageous amount of money out of baseball for it. By the way, the guy who bought up all of the potential names for the Washington football team looks like he's probably not going to get paid, unfortunately. Yeah. Because that was a cool idea. He, like, was smart. This lawyer in Tennessee, I think, like, realized that the Washington football team's former name was not long for this world. So about 10 years ago, he bought up all of the names that he thought were the most likely and, like, copyrighted them. And then they just went with the Washington football team, and that seems to be just working okay. Yeah, it turns out everyone's into that. Yeah. Which is really... You could have never predicted that. Right. Like, you'd think, even if they... Somehow went like because originally they said, well, okay, we're gonna do Washington football team this year because we don't really have time. And yeah. they looked kind of incompetent actually that they screwed it up. And then people were super into it and like, it's cool, you know, it's different. It's, you know, it's sort of like, you know, they do that in soccer and stuff like that, or, or as they call it, football. Yeah. Um, you know, the football clubs and like stuff FC like that. FC Barcelona. Yeah. yeah. And that's all it is. And it's like everyone's into that. And in fact, no one has a problem with it. And I think they're just gonna be that now. Too anyway. bad for that guy because it was smart. Yeah, it cost him a lot of money, but he's a lawyer. Probably didn't cost him that much to buy those up at the time. 
Well, if he copyrighted them, if he yeah. actually copyrighted them too. Yeah, I guess. But so. but just buying, even if he just bought the domains, I mean, domains were probably like what, like sixty bucks, seventy bucks each, something like that. I don't know. Maybe I think so. It's been too long. I think it's like, so. If he bought like twenty of them, you know, he could have spent like fourteen hundred bucks a year. Yeah, but he's a lawyer. He's stealing from the poor and robbing from the rich too. He's he just takes the money. Yeah, he's a black hole of money taking. <laughs> we know that. He's, like, he's unhappy too. I'll he's tell like you that. the princess in the green, which you didn't catch on to that you're not supposed to marry the princess in the green because she's just going to take your money. But I have the princess in the white who yeah. will uh, take care of her for me. If you, you know think what I mean. so? If you know what I mean. That's what you think. There's a lot of different scenarios that went through my mind with okay. this double marriage thing. Let me tell you, a lot of scenarios. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we're going to head to the flop in this hand. <laughs> right, right. A six against queens. Yeah, queens. Kowalski, big blind, big stack. Okay. Max Hendricks, small blind, small stack, A6 suited. Sure. 455K in the pot. The flop is nine of diamonds, queen of spades, six of spades. Uh, well, there are outs for Max Hendricks. Runner, runner, sixes, yeah. Runner, runner, aces. Runner, runner, aces, yeah. Those are Come great. Uh, runner, runner, queens will do it too, and that it is a... It will break poker stars. Will, no, poker stars will no longer exist, and the world will fold in on itself because there will be five queens on them. But he won't lose the hand. <laughs> Miss deal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, he's in a lot of trouble here. Pretty clear check for Max Hendricks, right? Hundred percent. Bottom pair. Yeah. As Kowalski, is this an auto bet? Top set. I think we should bet. Honestly, the guy's short. That's the kind of board that's going to get a lot of calls. And maybe even some check shoves. Hell yeah. If he's got any sort of spade combo or open ender or gut shot with a spade even, he might decide that's a check raise. I think you're right. Um, he may be short enough he even decides to check raise uh, weaker hands than that, like made hands that are weaker. Like, um, So not weaker, I should say, but like a nine. He might decide like rather than give, uh, give Kowalski freaking you know a free card effectively and, and even two free cards really by just calling here because then Kowalski could just check back and so a lot it's going to be something it's going to be really hard to to win with a nine on a lot of runouts. you know you might just decide to check raise all in that helps you balance some of your draws too where you don't you don't just have to have top pair yeah based on preflop i don't think this guy has that plan i agree anyway he has a six which he probably shouldn't be check raising no, probably not I mean, it's not the end of the world to check raise it, honestly. Just to deny equity, you figure you're short. But this is a hand we could actually get away from. So, yeah, I don't, I don't hate not check raising here. We have to call, though. We can't fold, obviously, if the guy bets, which, of course, he's going to do. Especially when Kowalski bets 108500 into 455 It's just an yeah. auto call. It is an auto call. That's what Max Hendricks does. Yeah. The same thing as an auto call is an auto click which is what you should do with a link in the description of this podcast referring to Nitrogen Sports. Sports. Poker. Poker. Tell them reasons. The reasons are such as follows. <laughs> Excellently said. You must, A, be aware of the massive overlay. You must, two, think about your shoe when you get your money so fast because it's all Bitcoin in 90 minutes out. Uh, this is the least effective C- ad I've ever heard. <laughs> C, it ain't free, but it's really cheap <laughs> to play sometimes because it's only a tenth of a millibit to play on our Poker Stars tournament. This is a disaster. Poker Stars tournament? <laughs> it's definitely a disaster now. <laughs> I've, I've lost it all. The, 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 plot is, the plot has been lost. 
I'm sorry to, to our sponsor. Do you think if I wasn't here, <laughs> this would still happen? Like, if there was nobody to write the ship, would you just be flailing in the wind forever? I'm not sure anymore. There was, there was a time long ago where I did a poker podcast by myself, but this is, you know, a solid, I don't know, 12 years ago or something. And, uh, and this did not happen. But, you know, I was a little more buttoned up back then, too. I was, uh, I really let myself go, is what I'm saying. <laughs> I really let myself go. I could tell. Yeah. What Jonathan was trying to say Thank you. is when you use the link, you get access to our monthly tournament. It is a 0.1 millibit buy-in, which the tournament has a guarantee of 100 millibits. So that means there's 1,000 buy-ins guaranteed. And we never cap or we never get past 300 players, which is the cap that Nitrogen puts on it. So there's always a huge overlay. It's worth it. And if you win, you get your money out fast, 90 minutes or less. That's the nitrogen promise. Poker stars poker. <laughs> we make poker for everyone. <laughs> no, it's not poker stars. No, it's nitrogen sports. It's nitrogen sports. They're the greatest. They actually are the greatest. They are the greatest. They also have casino games. They have sports betting. Get on there. Yeah. Get you some damn poker. It's really worth doing, you bastards. It is. All right. The pot is 672000 Yes, it is. We have queens. Okay. For Kowalski on the queen nine six two spade board. Max Hendricks, the short, shorter stack, has ace, six of hearts. The turn is the ten of spades. That is not a card that either player wanted to see, but Kowalski is like, ah, oh, so much less than the nuts now I have. Yeah, I mean, you almost always have the best hand. You expect a, a spade draw often is going to be raising us out of position Yeah, this short, but not always. Also, obviously, some straights come in, too. We bet so little on the flop, I guess those draws may not always make a play at us. Right. 7-8 could be there. Jack-8 could be there. Yeah, that's a really good point. King-Jack could be there. Absolutely. King-Jack probably is there as well. And maybe maybe weaker spade draws might have just check-called with such a good price. Maybe. Maybe. Anyway, Max Hendricks, obviously, probably done with a hand if Kowalski bets again. I mean, do we really think King Jack exists, though? King Jack shouldn't even exist. He has a six of hearts. You know that, and I know that, but for Kowalski... Kowalski probably knows this guy better than we do. Yeah. He's been playing at the final table with him at least for a while. Okay. There's only four remaining. That's fair. That's fair. All right, go on. So Max Hendricks checks. Probably sure. done with the hand, right? It's like, okay, that's a death card. Oh, yeah. Completely done with the hand. Should Kowalski keep betting? Uh, well, here's the reason to bet. The reason about it is there's only 672,000 in the pot and you know we're not going to get it all if we don't bet now. The problem is if we bet now we also might not get it all cuz some relatively okay hands may find a fold, right? Yeah, I mean a queen is probably going to call yes. but we block that there's really only, heavily. Yeah, it's like a 9 is what we're trying to get value from. Maybe a few 10s a 9 might find a fold here. I would think a 9 would find a fold a lot of the time yeah. like if you have king nine of diamonds here, are you really calling if the guy bets again? I would strongly consider folding. Yeah. If I think the guy, if Kowalski is very bluffy, very aggressive, fine, we can hold on. But otherwise, we should probably fold on this. As you, I mean, it's just a death card. So bad. Yeah, I think so. So Kowalski does check back, and I don't think it's because he thinks he's behind now a lot. I think it's because he thinks he probably can't get too much action too frequently. It's probably a combination of the two, yeah. honestly. Like, if, um, if Hendricks bets the river, I would assume he's just going to call the river. Yeah. He's not going to, like, raise or anything like that. Unless the board pairs, of course. Right. So, but yeah, I think you're right. I think it's a combination of, like, eh, I'm probably getting too many folds. I block top pair anyway. And, like, eh, you know, the one bad thing, of course, that can happen is by checking yours, we give a free card, and we could just free card our way into oblivion here. You know, we're like another straight or flush card could come. Yeah. And now it's easy to have us beat. Now, we have a good enough hand we can call anyway, but... You just got to choose the lesser of two evils in this situation yeah. on this bad card, and I yeah. think it probably is to check. I think you're right. That is what Kowalski does. I'm cool with that, man. 
I'm the, cool. The river is the six of diamonds. That is a really unfair card, I must say. So Max Hendricks makes trip sixes on the nine queen six ten six three spade board. It's not common that I say that's the worst card in the deck, but that is the worst card in the damn deck, bro. I mean, the six of clubs also bad, but this is worse because I, I don't know. I, I got a problem with diamonds. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, I like clubs. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's really sick. You got the t- two cards that are really just going to be horrific, and here we are. All right, so how do you proceed as Max Hendricks? You think you almost always have the best hand? Yes. Do we bet for value, or do we check and hope that Kowalski either bets a queen for value or maybe a 10 sometimes for value? What do we, what do we hope for? Or bluff. He could bluff. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, if we check, we should probably be ch- checking with the plan of check raising, I think, when we're, this sh- when we're short. You when are we think getting so? called by... When this runout comes, like if he, even if the guy has ace queen, is he going to call if we check shove? You have to have ace queen with the ace of spades, and then you still might fold. Yeah, um, yeah, and I guess he doesn't have a six very often. No, right? he could have a six once in a while. That's really just hoping and praying. There's only one six yeah. left. Yeah, yeah, that sucks though. I guess we could go by sizing too. If he bets, if he bets big, we don't have to check raise. If he bets tiny, 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 we may have to, we may be forced to check. Raise. I mean, if he bets a hundred k into six seventy, yeah, yeah, we can make it four hundred, and sure. he may, and then he's going to talk himself into calling with a bunch. But even of if he makes it two fifty, I don't know if we can profitably check raise. Yeah, maybe you're right. It feels so weak to just call, but it, but it's probably the right play. Anyway. So maybe the play is to bet. So, then. Yeah, yeah. Like we, I think maybe the play is to bet big and make it kind of an easy bet fold. Unless the guy is like a super elite bet fold. How can you beat any hand that shoves on you if you bet 600 into 672? Well, now we hope he has a six. And you think he's going to shove? Why would he shove? Yeah, he's unlikely to shove. The reason why he would shove is because he would assume that we're going to play our draws aggressively on the flop. That would be the reason why, he, why we could shove and get called. By what? I'm sorry, he would shove on us, right? To get called by what? Well, if he's got a six. Yeah, to get, what's he going to try to get called by? A queen. You think we're going to queen 10 bet pot and call off with queen queen nine. I don't know. I think that's pretty thin. Yeah. It I is. don't think you have a leg to stand on there. Levy. Yeah, me either. I agree. I think that's the best play. I think it's you bet like pot. Yeah. Which is about half our stack. And we bet fold like we bet hoping to get heroed. And if we get shoved on, we kind of have to fold. I think I don't like that. I think we should bet, but I don't think we should bet that big because I'm worried about getting heroed here. I feel like, we called on the flop and a death card came on the turn when we bet really big on the turn and he checked back. Like he's got like a lot of very medium strength hands at best. Like I, I think disagree. we should bet small to get called by them. I disagree. I think he has plenty of Queens. What? Okay. He's got some Queens. Sure. But what about all the other hands that he can have here? He can have tens. He can have nines. He can have a bunch of other stuff, right? A bunch of one pair of hands here. He clearly is. You would think he almost never has a very strong hand. So we check called the flop. Like, we check called pre, or we, we complete and then call the raise pre-flop. I mean, we, we connect pretty well with this board at this point. Like, I don't yeah. know. I, I think betting big is a mistake, too. I, I think he, betting small he is raised, the right play. He raised pre-flop, so he's more queen heavy than he is 10 or 9 heavy, right? I mean, a little bit more, sure, but... And he would certainly consider calling a pot size bet with a queen. He would consider it, yes. And he might fold a 10, he might fold a 9. I would assume he's going to fold a 10 and a 9 a lot. I think it's still more profitable to bet pot than bet like 250, hoping to sometimes get called by a 9 or a 10, because those are still going to fold some of the time. I mean, honestly, all these 
in all these spots, except for the queen, if you've got a queen and it's a 250 bet, everything else is bluff catching, right? Yeah. Queen is also bluff catching on this run out, no matter what the bet is. Um, you could be up against a queen yourself if he bets 250 on the river. It could be queen versus queen. You could, have, you could outkick him. Maybe. Yeah. You could be betting for value because he's like, you're obviously checking again. I got to try and get called. But the problem is, of course, what bluffs do we have as Max Hendricks here? I just can't really come up with any bluffs. So yeah. we're talking about all these bluff catching spots. What bluffs? Everything came in on the turn that, we could, that could have been a bluff. We're turning one pair into a bluff? Yeah, that's, that's the move. We're turning a nine into a bluff. That's fair. But why would we think we have to do that? We, don't, we don't, wouldn't think we'd have to do that, right? So if we don't have any bluffs, betting big seems problematic. Betting small, I mean, all, betting, betting seems problematic. I mean, if we're a good player, I don't know if Max Hendricks is a good player, but if we're a good yeah. player, we're going to find bluffs, obviously, right? Yeah, we're going to have to. But, then, but it's, it's tough on this board when the straights and the flushes come in or at least make a pair or something. Right. That's so fair. We have to turn like bottom pair into a bluff, but it can't be a six. So it's got to be like a nine. We got to be turning nine into a bluff here, but it, we may not need to. A nine is good a lot. I just think it sucks to check because like so often Kowalski is just going to check back. Yeah. Like so often we could do a tiny blocking bet. Sometimes get raised and be able to call that if we do super small, like 150, yeah, like a hundred. Yeah. Like I'm scared. Let him raise us then. Give him a chance to turn his, like, whatever he's got. Make it look like we've got a 9 or a 10 and we don't want to get blown off the hand. But, hey, guess what? we got trip sixes with the best kicker. We can call your fucking raise, sucker, and then we'll be out of the tournament. But, you know, we don't know that. I'm starting to like that as the best play now, the super tiny inducing blocking bet on a scary board play. I guess we could do that. I just don't like any of the other options. Maybe a check is better. Maybe a check is better. But I don't like any of the other bet sizes. I don't like checking either. No, he's going to check back all day long, right? So basically everything sucks. Bet small. Bet super small. I want to bet super small. I still want to bet pot. Really? Yeah. But we don't have any bluffs. I mean, we probably do. We can find bluffs. Go on. Ace 10 with the ace of spades. Ace 10 with the ace of spades, which check call the 20 blinds preflop. Don't tell me. I know you're going to say, well, he has ace six, but... But okay, but come on. Like, mostly we're not going to put him on ace-10, right? Like, mostly we're going to think that's very unlikely for him, a very unlikely holding for him. It's not, re- it's, maybe he can have it a little bit, but it's not a reasonable part of his range for him to have there. I mean, jack-9 and 9-10 turning into a bluff. Not 9-10. Right. Even ace-10, even ace-10 turning itself into a bluff. Why is it bluffing? Yeah. I, I admit it's hard to find it's them. It's really hard. Ace-jack? that called the flop and somehow just limp called pre. I mean, I just don't believe these things exist. Whether I know he shows up with a six, but I'm trying to think, put myself in the, where I'm blind to that. Yeah. I just wouldn't ever think in a million years, those things could exist. Maybe they can't, by the way. Pocket fives and lower with a spade. That again, that play. I mean, it's such a bad way to play pocket fives. I know. Well, it's tough to find, to find bluffs. Right. So, Maybe there aren't enough bluffs here. So we only have value, but then we can't expect him to bet either because that's the same range that he's up against. Uh, well, the difference is that if we check now, we can have bad one pair hands. Like what? Like a nine or a 10, which we're not because, but if we bet 600K, we can't have those hands, right? So, so now we can try and blow us off those hands if he wants to. Now, I don't think he's going to, but he could try. That's the yeah. only reason to check. I guess all of these options suck. Yeah. I like, I think I like bet tiny 
Like 100K as my first option, I like checking as my second best option. I really don't like betting 600K. I know you're staying with that, but I, I'm pretty down on that, I got to tell you. All right. That's fair. I understand your position on that. I just think they are all bad decisions. They, none of them are great, but if we can't come up with many bluffs, which I just don't think we can, betting any kind of reasonable amount seems like a bad idea when it looks like our opponent has, at best, a medium strength hand and probably very little. Ryan, once in a while, he can have a queen. He's got all the queens. Okay, that's that's neat, but it's not that's not a super strong hand on this board. That can call a that can call a small yeah. bet. It may fold to a six hundred k bet. I don't expect it to, but it might. I guess it might. Probably not, but maybe. Anyway, Max Hendricks checks. Okay, and still a lot more than six hundred k is going to go in because Kowalski with his queens full, yeah, moves in. This is easy. He doesn't two, have to move in, but two x pot move in. Max Hendricks' entire stack. Do you like it? I don't hate it. Let me start by... I don't know if I like it, but I certainly don't hate it. And the reason why I don't hate it is it's a weak-looking line, right? It looks like a desperate bluff attempt kind of a line here. Like, I see bet you called. Uh, I don't know what I'm doing. And then that six usually isn't going to make a full house for me. And usually isn't going to improve. So what the, how the hell can I be shoving here, right? Got so, the ace of spades. Right. Got the, or, or maybe I block one of the straight cards. That's pretty reasonable. Like, there's a lot of... The Ace of Spades is a lot more reasonable than blocking a straight card. Okay. But maybe I have the Jack of Spades in my hand. Okay. You know, I got a little bit of both. Whatever. Yeah. Something like the like King of Spades in my hand. Whatever. Uh, there's a lot of potential blockers that I have um, to try and get you off a 9 or a 10, which you're going to probably check and not, and not bet, right? So, yeah, and you're probably going to snap, snap call with a 10 at least if, if you bet half pot or something. Yeah. Um, so that's the cool thing about it is like, it does, I mean, it's the kind of line that almost never is strong value. And we're up against a range that probably has something when it checks again, it looks like it's got a nine to me almost always. Like it feels like a nine pretty strongly. Although, I mean, based on the way we talked about it, it feels like a lot of sixes would play this way. If, if Max yeah. has any six, which he does. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't you play it this way all the way through for the most part? If you can put all this together in your head quickly enough as Kowalski Kowalski maybe could Kowalski is one of the best online players in the world as it turns out Uh, then if we think okay well there's the nines may not call no matter what I bet and a six is kind of has to call no matter what I bet right probably I think probably it does we'll figure that out soon Um, that would be that would be my initial thought anyways like a six just has to call yeah like because I have a lot of bluffs here it also looks like I'm putting ICM pressure Yep. on this guy like fabulous that's that's the best <laughs> argument for the sizing so far is it looks like icm pressure yeah you combine that with yeah and the fact that he's gonna have some sixes he probably he has more nines than sixes for sure uh max Hendricks, but he probably has some sixes here so that's good all right so as max Hendricks, how do you deal with this i mean i don't know how we can do anything but but call with a six just hope he's just got the ace of spades if we had a six off with the ace of spades could we consider folding I don't think so. I think we have to call with that too. We, having a six off is such like a shockingly good hand to have for us in this spot. If you think about like, we're probably gonna play most of our draws fast on the flop. We almost never have an ace in our hand anyway, probably like having not just an, a trip sixes, but trips with the best kicker feels just like to me kind of unfoldable, especially where it's possible. Kowalski doesn't even have to have 
a key blocker maybe because of the ICM situation. Maybe, maybe. maybe he feels like I can just move in with impunity here based on this line and it's just going to work. It's possible. I don't, know, I don't know if that's true, but it's a reasonable guess anyway because of the super short stacks that are around us. Yeah, it's possible. So I think we just have to call. If we're going to fold a hand that is trip sixes, I think with the ace of spades is the best one to fold. Agreed. Agreed. But I don't know if we can fold. I don't think we can really fold that one either, even though it sucks to have it. It's like, oh, man, like yeah. I, I would wish this was different now, but still. Yeah, it looks really bluffy also because Kowalski didn't bet the turn. Like if you had a flush, you'd expect him to bet the turn at least some of the time. Yeah. I mean, would the nut flush really play like this? It's a weird line. Maybe it would a little bit, but like, I'm just saying like having the ace of spades, like yeah, not too often. Yeah, so I guess you kind of have to call, but it does suck. Like you're not beating any value. No, no, no. We're, we assume we're... Um, I guess the, the only value in the world, well, no, probably no value, unless he's got a great six himself. Like king six? King six suited. Maybe, but it's unlikely. He, he might take this line with king six suited up till the river anyway. Yeah, right? I'm not sure so if he would shove. I'm not sure either. But he might think like, well, if you ever have a six, it's almost always worth, it's got to be worse than king six, right? Like you never have a six. I yeah. would think that. So maybe I can get value from a six. Still, it's pretty thin, the value that you can beat. You might, you might also think like some version of it looks bluffy. I kind of always have the best hand here. Like, you kind of never have a straight or a flush. You just wouldn't play it like this, especially on the river. Like, you just have to call with your if you have a six. But you'd assume he'd bet smaller a lot to try and get called by all those other medium strength hands when you've got king six. Yep. And as Max Hendricks, distribution demands a call because you know, I think so. We're check raising our draws in the flop lot, so we don't have many flushes. We didn't bet the river, so we don't have I many mean, flushes. Like, we get we we did we checked the river to induce yeah. right. We got the ultimate most bluffy looking inducement ever. Okay, he has it a little bit, sure, but he's not going to have it enough. We well, just he has call. it. He has queens full, and that's the end of Max Hendricks because he does call. Bye bye. That's just how it goes. You know, sometimes you're the uh, you're the bug, and sometimes you're the windshield. And except if you're Max Hendricks, where you're always Max Hendricks, Max Hendricks. <laughs> And all I need is one mic And I can show every single MC how it's done right Every time I come by, I'm bound to leave them so tired I'm sipping on liquor, a quitter is what I'm not We got one life And I took a minor break, but I'm back to claim the throne And gonna be traveling the globe We still have time to make it home